It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by Price Picks. Price Picks is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to pricepicks.com slash locked on NBA and use the code locked on NBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week, you might be already in it, it might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Raptors. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hey, how's it going? Welcome to episode number 344 of Locked On Raptors for Thursday, June 7th. I'm your host, Sean Woodley of LockedOnRaptors.com and RaptorsHQ.com. You can find me on Twitter, as always, at WoodleySean. Find the show at Locked On Raptors, where, of course, you can find links to every single episode. Please make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network with team-focused shows for all 30 NBA teams. Uh, obviously, we've got the Locked On Warriors and Locked On Cavs covering all angles of the finals. We've got Locked On NBA daily across the network. Uh, a bunch of different hosts that host that over the course of the week, uh, also covering the finals and everything else going on. I'm sure Locked On Sixers with Keith Pompey will have some uh, interesting stuff to say uh, today with the Brian Colangelo news coming down. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Podcast Network for the local angle on all of the stories around the league. And if you find a show that you like, including this one, Locked on Raptors, please leave a rating or review on the iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify page. Uh, it's very helpful. It helps to move us up the rankings, makes us more visible, and helps people find the show. So thank you very much. And uh, again, it takes no time at all. It's the best way to support the show, and I very much appreciate it. So uh, thanks in advance for doing that. Uh, all right, on today's show, uh, we're going to take a little break from doing our postseason player reviews. We only have like one or two left at this point. Uh, and we're going to try to get to know uh, one of the rumored coaching candidates for the Raptors head coaching job. The Raptors still don't have a coach yet. Uh, yes, it's going. this is almost like three or four weeks now that we've gone on with this. But uh, there was news earlier this week that Sarunas Yasekevichis, the Lithuanian national former NBA player, uh, is uh, has been interviewed for the Raptors head coaching job. And to join me to talk about all things Sarunas Yasekevichis, it's Lithuanian basketball expert, uh, one of the main sources of news back in the Jonas Valanciunas is still playing in Lithuania days. Uh, it's uh, Donatus Serbonis. How's it going, man? Hey, Sean. Hey, listeners. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, very happy to have you on. Um, I figured there was no better person to talk to about Sarunas Yasekevichis uh, than you. Uh, you follow the LKL pretty intently. You you have all the information about this league. And, you know, frankly, this whole bit of news this week kind of came out of nowhere. I wasn't expecting it. I didn't really think the Raptors were going to take their search this far. 
Um, and I don't think that many people really know that much about what Yasekevich brings as a coach. Yes, people remember him, for, remember him from the Olympics and playing for the Pacers and uh, throughout the league back you know a decade ago, but as a coach, he's kind of an unknown in these parts. So I guess let's just start. You know, some of his background, I guess. What is it that sort of, over the last couple seasons, like, what's the, th- the thing that people need to know about how Yasekevich has kind of got to this point? Uh, well, first of all, you have to know that Sharunas Yasekevich is his kind of new coach because it's only his second full season with Zhargiris' team. Mm-hmm. Uh, he finished finished his playing career at, at 2015, and when he started to, to work as an assistant coach, he was the assistant coach of Jalgiris for season and a half. Uh, when he took over the team, finished the Euroleague top 16 uh, with some kind of bad record. But when he started, when he took over the team from the beginning of the season, uh, suddenly we we saw some great results. Uh, even the previous year, when Jalgiris took a 10th place in Euroleague, it was already a success. And this year, it's like a dream, like a miracle that Jalgiris managed to uh, to to go to third place in Euroleague, which is uh, not just like surprise for Lithuania, it's just surprise of the Europe. And he is uh, arguably considered one of the best coaches in Euroleague, probably the second Bosch, uh, second best by the time right now. So he's he's improving so fast he's improving so fast unexpectedly that even he was surprised by toronto raptors call <laughs> actually because i came today from uh, from jagger's practice before the lkl finals and charles also told that it comes so fast that it's it's still very hard to believe but well he's on the radar of nba teams and he fully deserved it yeah, for sure. You mentioned that they're in the LKL Finals right now. Um, this is the third straight domestic finals that Sarunas has coached in. Uh, over the last two full seasons, they're 65-7 and uh, Zalgaris is in the LKL. It's just it's a bloody impressive okay. record. Uh, and you mentioned the EuroLeague run this year where they finished third. They were the second lowest payroll team in EuroLeague, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Oh, yes. Yeah. Uh, you're right. And the money is yeah. really important thing in Europe. It's it's not like in NBA. It's, it's really... The difference between low budget and big budget teams is huge, and you can see it on the court. So that makes Jalgiris' success even more amazing. I mean, the Jalgiris third place this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the Raptors, they after moving on from Dwayne Casey, who is very much a big picture type of coach, he kind of struggled as sort of an in-game tactician. That seems what the Raptors are kind of going to be looking at right now. How would you sort of sum up? Sarunas's coaching style would he fit that bill of being more of a tactician than than anything else uh well he's uh, in my eyes he's unique coach hmm. uh he has amazing vision in offense uh he was a great playmaker one of the best in europe uh, in, in all time and now you can see that he has that same vision uh, as a as a basketball coach hmm. and the thing is that somehow he manages to to share his ideas, to share his vision, and uh, to share his moments with his players, and even even though that these players are like kind of average level, even on Euroleague level, they are average ones. Uh, nobody considers them as stars or something. Uh, they still uh, fulfills the game plan, and his game plan is something something incredible. Even the players of Jalgiris, uh, some of them uh, told in the interviews that. They, they're like 25 years old, some mm-hmm. of them are older, and they told that they never heard some things which Charles told to them in their life. So 
it tells something. And he's 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 great in offense because uh, of his uh, history of the player, mm-hmm. and he also he's a specialist at uh, using the mismatch situations, using the weaknesses of the opponents. Uh, he, he he sees weaknesses even in the teams who are considered like the teams which doesn't have any weaknesses. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also uh, tactical wise. He's he's just great. Uh, even in Europe, uh, all the coaches are telling that there's like the best coach in Europe. Uh, in Europe, the, it's considered Jelko Bradovic, uh, who's a great tactician. He, mm-hmm. he every season he delivers something new, something unexpected, something amazing. And Charles is probably the second one after him, and he's always, always trying new ideas, always seeing corners of some offensive sets, uh, even in defense. He's he's a very disciplined coach actually, because it's only uh, it's the only way for him to to win games with such a low budget team mm-hmm. is to to be a disciplined coach, uh, to maximize the the player's potential. So he's very mad when the players are not. Uh, Following his game plan, uh, he is asking them the perfection. He wants the perfection on the court, and even even when you, for example, you shoot crucial three pointer in the end of the game, he can yell at you if that shot was <laughs> not logical. For example, <laughs> yeah, and he's he's mad when the his players are fouling in bonus situation. For example, if if the players are doing stupid fouls, if there was no need for it, and he's he's really demanding. But the thing is that uh, players see that he's genius, players see the result, and the players are following him. And it's just, he's, he has amazing set of, of very good uh, abilities. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less takeout, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. You're selling me already on what he would be with the Raptors. Because oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's that's kind of the opposite of what Dwayne Casey was, was, right? I mean, Dwayne Casey could get fiery and he would obviously get upset when little things and the details weren't paid attention to, but... Um, you know, he was the in-game stuff, the the minor details, the late game execution was never really his his biggest strength. He was more of a sort of culture building, big picture sort of install a season long plan and sort of go by it. Um, so I think for people looking for a, a change, that sounds kind of enticing. Um, you mentioned that he said he was kind of surprised by the the call from the NBA. In Lithuanian basketball circles, though, has a jump to the NBA kind of always felt like the next next logical step for Sarunas? I mean, he's obviously been been a coach for not very long, but the success he's had uh, and just sort yeah. of the reputation you talked about, like, has this always kind of been a path that people following the game over there have kind of seen for him? 
you know, we were like talking that, oh, maybe Chavez one day could be the assistant coach of some NBA team because, you know, in Europe it's like uh, every NBA team has like 10 assistant coaches, so <laughs> why not Chavez being one of them? But nobody considered him seriously as a potential NBA coach. Uh, but actually, I talked with my sources and they told me that past few months uh, his name was on NBA team's radars. Mm-hmm. And uh, as I know, uh, at least for now, that he not only like Toronto Raptors have an eye, has an eye on him. Uh, I believe there are some more teams. and it's. It, but still, it's, it's really surprising because uh, the next logical step for him was the, probably one of the best teams in EuroLeague because Jalid is is considered as an underdog of the EuroLeague, so we thought that his next step is uh, to, to to coach probably the highest budget teams, which is great leap for in the career, especially so early. But NBA coaching position, wow, that was something I, I thought that it was a joke. <laughs> but when 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 I researched my sources, it was it looked like that it's 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 really the NBA has an eye on him, and we say that. Uh, Kokoshkov uh, became the first European head coach in the NBA. Uh, Atari Messina probably is going to be the second one, and Shadas has 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 some potential to be I don't know maybe the third one or the fourth one in the NBA. But he's he's really improving a lot, and and I I know that NBA uh, watches follows him, and it now. I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if one day in a few years, maybe he would be hired by some NBA team. Yeah, and it's kind of funny that uh, Tori Messina is kind of one of the finalists for the Raptors job, too. I, I kind of like that the Raptors are going outside the box here. And, like, it, I don't know. I, I kind of get sick and tired when it's the same rehashed coaches over and over. I kind of like trying to find some new ideas. And if there's someone with a really great reputation overseas who's had the success that Sarunas has had, I... I can't really argue with with trying to check that out because it seems you know there there are plenty of ideas around the world that have not yet been implemented by uh, NBA head coaches. So going back to the same old well of guys, I think can kind of get a little tiresome. Um, so it's encouraging at least that he's on the list. Whether or not he's a finalist or not, you know, I think Nick Nurse, the Raptors' incumbent assistant, is probably the favorite right now. But it's uh, it's nice that he's at least in in the conversation. Um, were you going to say something there? Sorry, Adonis. Uh, I agree with your thoughts because thinking about the uh, outside the box because the thing is that Europe has some great coaches who are great at X and O's mm-hmm. and you, you know Shadis is just amazing at it and the, I think that is the question of giving a chance and NBA I look at NBA as a, like a locked league which is like uh, treating uh, European coaches uh, not like the same as the local ones, mm-hmm. and I believe that some of the coaches deserve the, deserve the chance. Uh, I know that Sharunas is great. Uh, he he has a great basketball mind. Uh, he has great basketball knowledge. Uh, he's hardworking. But okay, the thing is that NBA basketball is different. Mm-hmm. And if he shouts at some Euroleague players, at some Lithuanian players, I, I I don't know how would NBA players would react to him, and it's probably the biggest question if how would he fit to NBA basketball, and if the NBA players would respect him as they respect in Europe. So these are questions that Masai and Toronto have to consider, and it's probably maybe in my maybe it's too early for Shadows. He needs maybe one or two more years mm-hmm. uh, to prove everybody on bigger Euroleague level with some big bigger EuroLeague team 
and that he he's born to be a champion and that he can lead the team to the championships and maybe that's when the NBA will believe so I don't I don't believe that Sharas has a lot of chances right now but but yeah I agree that you must think about uh, outside the box and Europe uh, has some really uh, great coaches this is Jake from Locked On Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Yeah, I wonder about the idea of a guy coming over who was never an NBA assistant, and especially we got like Kyle Lowry, for example. Kyle Lowry's always kind of been a hard-to-coach type of player, and Dwayne Casey got through to him after a few years, but... Uh, that could potentially lead to some contention, I think, if that was ever to, if Sarunas is as sort of the, the hardline coach that you make him out to be. Um, how much, you know, for people who are thinking about this and sort of looking at him as a candidate, how much of a concern should the strength of competition in Lithuania and the EuroLeague be, you know, when, when you're trying to evaluate him as a coach? Obviously, I think what he's done in the EuroLeague is, is vastly impressive considering the payroll that Zagreus is working with, but in the LKL, I mean, they've won 65 games over the last two seasons. They seem to be kind of unmatched. Would that be a concern if you're someone looking at a potential head coach in sort of looking at the level of competition and maybe it not being quite high enough to be able to evaluate whether or not he will be good or not? Um, you see, uh, Lithuanian League is like there are two, maybe, okay, in the best scenario, there are four more competitive teams. Mm -hmm. uh, but actually, it's like a two or three teams league. And the Jalgiris is on the top for like seven, seven years in a row. They are champions. And okay, the level of Lithuanian basketball league is not so high, but still, it's considered it as like one of the ten best leagues in Europe. Right. But I don't consider LKL achievements uh, very seriously. But I mean, what he did in the Euroleague, it's mm -hmm. it's real impressive, and uh, it's 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 something. Uh, it's not just like a uh, one season success. It's not just a accident, and it really shows how great the coach is because. Jalgiris doesn't have any star, and the only star of the team is Sharunas uh, Sisekiewicz, and all the achievements is just because of him. So, me and you guys, you should all uh, respect the level of Euroleague because it's mm -hmm. really, really good competition. And probably you guys will see. I hope so that you're gonna see it because of the Luka Doncic, how he's going to be in the NBA, good, good NBA player. So, I think that. You have to respect uh, Sharunas' uh, achievements because, yeah, Euroleague is a good, a good, good point, good direction to see what it's all about. And Sharunas' results is speaking about themselves. 
Fair enough. Uh, a couple more for you before I let you go. Uh, this one, maybe there is nothing here, but I think a lot of people sort of, when Sarunas' name was mentioned, Jonas Valanciunas came to mind, and they never, they never played together aside from maybe on the national team for a couple years overlapping there. Is there any sort of relationship between those two guys that maybe people should know about? Uh, what I remember, they, they played in the uh, national team together, mm. and I remember that uh, Sharas was delivering good alley-oops to Jonas. <laughs> yeah, so... I think that they also have some good connection outside the court because, you know, Jonas is funny guy, he's mm. sociable, sociable guy, and uh, Sharas was like almost twice older than him, but still, they had some good connection, so uh, I don't know, maybe he would try to, to keep him uh, on the roster, mm. I just, yeah, I just know that uh, Sharas loves uh, big men uh, who, who are mobile, who are active in defense, so... Jonas would would need to improve a bit in this area, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, they, they have a good connection. That's good to hear. Uh, last one for you, and this is uh, a very niche one for people who love the Raptors 905. Axel Tupon plays for Zalgiris right now. Um, how's he doing? He was excellent when he played for Raptors 905. Uh, came to Raptors camp, I believe, before the 2016-17 season. Um, you know, Got a contract with, I think, the Nuggets, and then got sent yeah. back down, went to the Pelicans. Um, but he was always kind of beloved here. He was a big part of that, uh, I believe, the first Jerry Stackhouse team over here in the G League. How's Axel doing? Uh, well, the, the beginning was hard for him mm-hmm. uh, and that's when Shara's name comes up because probably Axel was one of the guys who didn't understand Shara's at first uh, because, you know, when Shara's is yelling at you and he's mad about the small details, uh, some some players just don't pay attention to these things and Axel Tupan was uh, almost always questioning his uh, his criticism, I mean, uh, coach criticism, and even once he uh, didn't agree with uh, coach decision to bench him, and uh, he almost stormed stormed out the uh, the timeout. Uh, but with some time, um, they they connected better than in the beginning, and they they became. Uh, I, I I cannot say that they became great friends, but <laughs> uh, we. We understood each each other better, and uh, I saw that Axel was uh, really delivering uh, in Toronto in G League uh, as an offensive, as a scorer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in Jalgiris, his his main uh, tasks are more in defense. He's he's guarding all the time the best uh, scorers of opposing teams, and uh, Axel is a really important part of Jalgiris' success because Jalgiris wanted to be uh, athletical. Athletic, uh, long, big size this year, fast, and Axel has these abilities. So he was really a big part in the defense. And as I know, he's he's doing good. He's enjoying his time in Konas. He's he's doing some I don't know fashion stuff. He's <laughs> he started his startup uh, in in Konas in Lithuania, and he's enjoying playing uh, for Coach Sikaiotis. He's not getting uh, a lot of minutes, but it's just because. Uh, uh, because of the rotation of Yasikaiotis, he he likes to rotate his players, and the 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 number of minutes doesn't mean if you're important to the team or not. Because he's he's trying to to share the minutes for for all the guys to make him them happy. But in overall, I think that now Axel is doing much better than in the beginning of the season. Well, that's good to hear. Glad to hear he's doing well. Yeah. Uh, Donatus, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Where can people uh, check out your work? 
they can follow me on Twitter, uh, like or Urbodo. Mm -hmm. uh, but if, if, if I usually write, uh, I almost write in Lithuanian, so right. <laughs> they can try to learn some Lithuanian. Maybe Jonas will help them, or Google Translate will help them on the second biggest website in Lithuania, 15min.lt. Yeah, I, the Google Translate worked pretty well for me, so uh, it's all, it's all good. Um, thank you so much once again. Uh, if anything more comes of this down the road, we'll definitely uh, we'll catch up again. Thanks a lot, Donatus. For sure. Thanks, John, for having me. Uh, listeners, thank you so much for tuning in. We'll be back again tomorrow with uh, probably a mailbag podcast, so stay tuned for that. And until then, subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. It's the best way to support the show, as always. And we will talk to you next time with another episode of Locked on Raptors. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.